Looking to promote your company on a podcast but don't know where to turn? Look no further than the Bayside Report. Email garrettbellich15 at gmail.com for all potential inquiries. That is G-A-R-R-E-T-T-B-E-L-I-C-H-1-5 at gmail.com. Enjoy the episode. The Bayside Report. Welcome. The last day of February. We're going into March. On roll, everybody. Santino Sacone via Zoom. Enjoy the episode. We'll see you afterwards. Die in the life of a true Brexit geezer. <laughs> You're What's the true up, Tampa geezer. Tampa geezer. St. Pete, welcome to the episode. So, buddy. The fuck's going on? You were at Kalahari. How was it? Yeah, man. Kalahari's a good time. Um, I got to say, being 24, <laughs> there's a lot of kids around. And you can't get away from them. Um, so it's a really, really nice family friendly place. Took my nephew there. He had a blast and, uh, yeah, yeah. I would definitely go back even with like a group of friends. You got to deal with, you got to deal with a bunch of kids, but it was cool. There's no other 24 year olds hanging around. Yeah. There's plenty of other people, my age and, you know, all ages, honestly, you know, you'll see like high school kids who live in the area getting day passes and, you know little bar park yeah i know i mean they had a um they had like a hot tub swim up section that was a bar um that was cool that was cool which was like 21 plus but like the one thing you cannot get away from in that park is every like 20 to 30 minutes they turn on the the jets for the wave pool and every kid in that whole park just screams at the top of their lungs <laughs> i missed the so, wave like dude pool. Oh, I know, right? I mean, I would have done it too if I were a kid. You know, I'd be screaming at the top of my lungs too. But yeah, we need. You went to some spring. You went to some spring training games. Oh, dude, what a weekend! So yeah, we started Saturday at the Pirates. Bradenton's just kind of a dump. Really, it reminded me of it reminded me of like the South, like Monongahela Valley of Pittsburgh. It fit in pretty well. Uh, but it was okay. it was just straight geezers, dude. It was just straight order crowd. All the retired straight, true Bradenton geezers. Braden, true die in the life of a Bradenton geezer. Of a true Bradenton geezer. The stadium's not bad. It was good. They do McCutcheon. So McCutcheon comes up, strikes out on like four pitches, went over over three for the game. And then our one buddy we were with, did I don't know? Did you even watch it? Probably not. I didn't watch the spring training game. I highly no. doubt you were watching spring training on a Saturday in February. But um, no, I our one buddy, they, there was a a grand slam like in the third inning. He's like this pitch home run. Boom, out of the park, grand slam. So the boys had a great time. Um, Pirates lost 9-7. Saw Vladdy, though. Saw McCutcheon. Yeah. yeah. Even though McCutcheon's totally washed in 36. Yeah. It was still great to see him. Sorry. Yeah, I saw on your Snapchat video of Kutch going to the plate for the first time of uh, some uh, true uh, Yinzer fans on their feet, giving him a, a little standing ovation. It was nice to see. Yeah, it was good. It wasn't a sellout, though. I thought it was going to be way more packed than what it was. But yeah, it was it was a nice little ode to McCutcheon. And then, you know, we just had a few beers, hung out, watched the game. I helped an old lady with a walker down the stairs. Probably totally. What a, the last... what a humanitarian. <laughs> probably the last person you want doing that. Yeah, they almost had the, a few foul balls Yankee there. Spring training. Oh, the Yankees. So the Yankees, this is even better. So I work like 10 minutes from there. So games at 630. And the whole time I'm texting Turk. I'm like batting practice, batting. I'm going to batting practice. He's like, go yeah. fuck yourself. He's like, why are you going so early? I'm like, I want to, I want a ball, dude. I want to get a few yeah. balls there. So I go and the Yankees are already done with their batting practice. It was like the tail end of the Tigers. So I'm in like right center to right field, just running around like an idiot with like all these 13 year olds. I'm the only one without a glove. <laughs> only one without a glove in the outfield. And I'm like, I literally, I, I drank a beer. Like there was a free beer deal with the ticket. So I like, I was like running around with the beer. <laughs> so I finished the beer real quick. So I get a ball. Well, they're, they're just flying in everywhere in right field. So there's a little slit under the scoreboard. And there was a cop walking down there just retrieving a bunch of the home run balls. So he just, he yells at me, tosses me this one. 
Nah. So I at least got one. So the second one, I dude, I could have had at least six six baseballs. So the second one comes in. It's just a home run. It hits in right field. And there's like a little landing area, standing room area, and it it just hits. <laughs> no one's running for the ball except for me. Like everyone's just standing there looking at it. So I run and grab it off the floor. The first thing I see when I look up is a four-year-old with his glove out like this. I hope you gave it to him. I gave him the ball. I there you go. Thought, there you go. What a good man. Too, I've done that shit way too much. I did that at a. I did that at every baseball game I've ever gotten a ball. I, I've been giving them away. So I'm trying to change my attitude. But I couldn't resist a four-year-old holding his, his glove out. Yeah, puppy dog but, face. They're New Yorkers though, and they were they like weren't very appreciative. <laughs> they were just like, they good said, thank you. Yeah, they're just pretty much like up and walked away. They like expected it. They're like, yes, he will. Like that's our ball. Like we yeah. we own that ball. And then I watched them throughout the like batting practice. They got like three more. So third, my third encounter. Once again, I don't have a glove on. Everyone else, everyone else, and I look around. There's like 15 other people. Some like kids. There are some other crazy adults. They all have gloves except for me. So. This ball come, this home run ball comes right at me. I was in perfect position. So everyone's flocking around me. I'm like, jaw. I, I start getting in the moment. I'm, I'm throwing a few elbows a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> Just some seven year olds. <laughs> and, and, you know, I'm, I got position and, and I, you know, I go to catch the ball. It hits me right here in the thumb, bounces off my thumb, falls right on the field. No one got the ball. Mm. But somehow I was still, I was still in there, you know, I still had a chance. So that was what a third a shame. One. Fourth one, oh, same thing, same thing. But one of those glove guys just came in and and uh, you know finessed made me. a good play. You made a good play on the ball. Yeah, and that was it. So yeah, I had like I had a chance about four balls in yeah. BP. It was it was electric. So I need to go to Walmart and buy a glove. And what? No, you do not need to go to Walmart <laughs> and buy a glove. No, don't be that guy. Don't I be, that, be guy. that guy. No, I, I, I think I. I caught a high I haven't felt since I was in second grade playing little league. You're going to do this once a year. There's no point of you going to buy a $100 baseball glove. For you no, to catch not a hundred. How about like 30? <laughs> what are you going to buy? An oven mitt? Yeah, I don't need much. I just need something. <laughs> I just need position. But here, but listen, you got the raise and then you got all the single A teams. So I got, I got opportunities. Uh, you're going to turn into the next, um, <clears throat> what's that guy's name? Oh yeah, I saw him on YouTube. I was thinking Zach, about um, it when I was out there. Zach, shit. He makes Zach Campbell. The... Yeah, Zach yeah, yeah, yeah. Hey, dude, he has like fifty. He has like 10, 50 gallon drums just full of baseballs he's caught from over the years. It's crazy. There was a family sitting below us. There was like a family of five. They had a bucket full. I don't know how. I don't know how. I mean. Even a spring training game, I feel like that's hard to accomplish. They had to be thrown, or they had to know. How someone. do you? I don't know. How do you get into the stadium with a bucket? Like, who, like what? That's what I like, asked. The security just like they're not raising any concerns. They're like, oh, what are they going to do with a bucket? That's the funny thing you mentioned that the security there at Steinbrenner it's just was non-existent. No, dude, it was like TSA. No, -uh. like, no lighters, no cigarettes, no vapes, no this, no that. I'm like, damn, you can't wow. even bring a pack of cigarettes into a spring training game. Wow. I think that's kind of bullshit. But yeah, the one the one guy was going AWOL and Turk even said that when we got in there. He was like, dude, that was like the TSA line. Really? Like I thought yeah, I wouldn't imagine that. What's the capacity of the stadium that you went to? Like seven thousand each? Yeah, it's probably seven to ten. It's huge. Yeah. It's really? huge for a... say that again. Really? I wouldn't expect it to be that big. I mean, I know spring training ball, they want to get, you know, some early ticket sales, but compared to them buckos and that, it was pretty big. <laughs> Yeah, well, the Buccos, you know, regular season stadium probably has the same uh, attendance as their spring training stadium. So it is what it is. <laughs> it was, yeah, it was pretty close. But yeah, no, back to the Pirates. So the Pirate game was fun. And then we just hit St. Pete all night. That was great. And yeah, that was it, dude. Hell of a weekend. Nice, nice. And we're right on. It's March tomorrow. Time. Yeah, it is March tomorrow, last day of February. Um, I feel like these first two months have just flown by. I mean, I felt like yesterday it was New Year's and we were getting all fucked up at our buddy's house. It's about and now to be. We're, uh, now we're, we're about to be in March. St. Patrick's Day is slowly creeping up. March Madness is right around the corner. Anybody you like, Garth? Who you Pitt. got your eyes on? That's all okay. I like is Pitt. I know you're a Pitt fan, but, you know, 
outside of Pitt, who who UNC. if you had to pick, dude, UNC might not even make the tournament. I know. <laughs> they might not even make the tournament. Oh, what am I not allowed in this fantasy baseball league? Oh, okay. So let's talk. Are about you banning that. my ass from that? Because I really no, you're you're not allowed in the fantasy baseball league. Um, and in all due respect, you know sometimes the troll gets trolled, and uh, you know your your trade antics of our fantasy football league have shown the other players that uh, it's not a it's not appreciated. You have to say though, I got more done in office as league president more than anyone. You didn't do anything. What did you do? Give I me mean, a list of a five team playoff. We got the five team playoff pass. That's it. That's that's it. And for those who are listening, our five team playoff comprises of three first round buys <laughs> and a four five seed play in game, which in retrospect is a terrible, terrible playoff format do you hear that plane no i didn't Dude, not. there's literally fighter jets flying over here every hour of the day garth if you want to be in fantasy baseball so much let's test a little bit of knowledge for you go ahead go ahead name me five players on the cubs roster oh my lord uh shit five players on the cubs uh uh like they're on the Yankees now. I know Anthony Rizzo's on the Yankees, right? He is on the Yankees. Javier Baez is on the Tigers. Javier is on the. Ah, uh, damn, dude, you're stuck in 2016. Yeah, Kyle Schwarber's not there anymore, huh? Kyle Schwarber is in Philly. Ah, uh, Chris Bryant. Chris Bryant's in Colorado. All right. Ah, uh, who else <laughs> we got? Giovanni they, I... Soto. <laughs> Giovanni Soto. I'll say the Cubs signed a couple guys over the offseason whose names you would know. The Cubs are shit. I thought the Cubs were back to kind of the basement with the Pirates, Cubs, right? The Cubs aren't that good right now. I mean, they had a couple good signings. They're, they'll probably finish third in the division because the Pirates and the Reds are very, very bad. Um, but yeah, they're they're not that good. On they paper, signed... the Pirates look good. Okay. I don't want to say the Pirates look good. They don't the look pirates, good. the pirates lineup looks fun. Fun. They good, look good wording. Fun. They look they look very young. They have a lot of good prospects that are finally making it into the major leagues. And they look like they're going to be a fun team. Whether I they're going to be good, whether they're going to be good is a is a different question. They're up here next week. I'm definitely trying to go. Get some more yeah. get some more BP reps in. See what happened with the Pirates spring training today. No. They hosted the Orioles. And the Pirates were home. They ended up winning seven to four. Okay. So naturally, you don't play the bottom of the ninth. All the umpires left. And the Pirates and Orioles just took the field and played the bottom of the ninth. Just got some extra reps in. Wait, why'd they leave? Because the game's technically over, right? So once... You know, baseball, the home team is winning. The bottom of the ninth comes up. The home team doesn't have to hit. Oh, I got I got you. I got you. Yeah, but so the, the game was over, but they said, fuck it, let's play. Yeah, the Orioles took the field, and uh, the Pirates got a couple extra cuts in, and uh, the coaches were just like, yeah, let, let, your, let your catcher call balls and strikes, and we'll go from there. That's what we like to see in these days. I love it, man, just getting those extra reps in. How is it Why double not? laying up, single laying up? Who's all there? For spring training? Yeah, it's your um, I'm pretty sure it's your 40 man roster uh, and probably a couple extras just to, uh, you know, get some work in and see, you know, essentially who's going to get called up and placed where I missed judgy yesterday. I missed pretty much everyone yesterday. No big stars out for the Yanks. No, but Baez, Severino. And that was really it. No one else. Nice. It's all right. It's a couple, couple nice, nice names to uh, met, to met some uh, or discovered system. some new, uh, some new talent, some fresh talent. Like who? Jason Dominguez? No, yeah, yeah, yeah. I saw him yes, I saw him last year in single A, but uh, some dude in right field. We were heckling him, trying to get a foul ball. No, something no, Aguilar. No luck. Aguilar. Taylor Aguilar. Uh, oh, okay. Yeah. He made some plays. He made some plays. Nice. Nice. Anyways, AI memes. What do you think, dude? 
I'm cracking up at these like political AI memes with like it'll be like Trump, Obama, and like Biden playing Minecraft, <laughs> and oh my god, Ben Shapiro's they, there. Ben Shapiro, Elon Musk, Joe Rogan, dude, they're hysterical. We're gonna they're take hysterical. that so far. Like I, I don't even know what a meme's gonna be because when memes were, I feel like the prime meme age was like 2018 for us, dude. And then you think back to like early internet memes where it was like <laughs> prehistoric. I don't even. Yeah, dude, so, it was just they're so like corny. It was just words on a screen, you know. But, but then the ship, the shit posting is the best. Oh, the shit posting is the best. It's just garbage. It's just <laughs> it's exactly what it sounds like. It's shit posted everywhere for nothing but you know travesty, but. What what scares me the most for those AI memes are like there's people who are making them for comedic relief and then there's people who are going to make it and like have people misinterpret it in terms of what I'm trying to say is like people are going to actually believe that that's somebody saying that and it's not AI and that's like the scary side of it. Oh, it'll get exploited. They just have to figure out because they have like the deep fake face thing kind of figured out. But now that they have the voice thing figured out, it's pretty it's a pretty different ballgame. It sounds exactly like them too, and like their cadences, their pauses, and it's like <laughs> it's like impressive. It's impressive how far AI has has come. The Guitar Hero one was great too. The Guitar Hero ones are good. Oh, Obama Hero just comes good. in playing Freebird. There was one of uh of like uh, Trump, Obama, and Biden playing the new Hogwarts game, <laughs> and like Biden was like struggling with beating this boss and trump was like here's an idea i just found out this new strategy you don't take any damage and then they just start mfing each other it was hilarious that's what we need i'm glad memes kind of were shit for like the past two years there was nothing that was good like nothing that blew me away like the 2018 days yeah yeah they were bad the last couple of years but i think they're picking up steam i mean they're they're in a they're in a new a new sector of comedy now they're in a new realm of meme as opposed to what they used to be ai it's going to be like funny bot from south park ai is the future it's going to be like funny bot from south park that's funny that's funny but i dude, am funny guys i am funny bot. I was it just, is going to be the future though i was going to bring that up south park growing up was just like our bread and butter uh i feel like that soiled us from a young age with South Park, I mean, you'll never get a TV show like it again on cable television that just pushes the envelope that much. And I mean, Family Guy's a close second, but like South Park doesn't give a fuck. Like if you say something about South Park or or rip on it, dude, you're gonna be in their next episode. Like they're so they're still quick. going too. Oh, I know they're they're older than us. I think I think they started in the in the mid nineties. That was like the first when I got the TV in the room, it was like a 12 inch box. And I would just always like that was you try and sneak South Park on every Wednesday night or whatever it was. And then yeah, to be lurking around. I just turn it off real quick or change it. Yeah. Switch over to fucking ESPN or fucking Blues Clues with your goofy ass. Fourth grade. Fuck you. Fourth grade was like the start of it all. For me. Like that's when I found out about comedy. Like I got it like I, Carlos Mencia was like huge back then. Yeah. Yeah. And like all those guys. That's when it really changed, dude. Fifth grade, junior high. That's when you kind of realize what it was. Become an adult. Become an adult in fifth grade. That was grade. the start. You were we were 10. That was the start. 10 years old. It was, oh, it was showtime. You know what's I mean, a great feeling? What's that? When you get a text from FedEx, it says your package is going to be delivered soon and you don't remember ordering anything. What'd you order? So Back in December, McDonald's was running a sweepstakes to win a Mick Gold card. And it's exactly what it sounds like. It's like an unlimited McDonald's card. It's like a you know a free McDonald's card, right? So all you had to do is order on the app. And for those of you who don't know, always order your McDonald's on the app. If you don't order your McDonald's on the app, you're a fuckboy. Um, with that being said... They run all these deals and they were running a deal during Christmas called like the sharing deal or some shit. I can't remember the exact name of it. But after I placed my order, it gave me a link to a exclusive um, like 
McDonald's store. And I was like, oh, this is pretty cool. I shopped around and I took a look at it. And I actually bought a couple things just because of the like probably rarity of the items that I'm hoping they will turn out to be. Like and Supreme, they just do they have Supreme McDonald's gear? They do not have Supreme McDonald's What'd gear. What'd you get? Clothes? Socks? No. They had clothes for sale, but I didn't buy the clothes because being a big guy, when you see a hoodie that says one size fits most, it means <laughs> it's not going to fit you. So I decided not to get the hoodie, but I did get this first. Oh, yeah. Your eyes. Live review. Holy on shit. The, <laughs> on the four mcchicken nugget box that's massive okay what is that made out of is that cardboard yeah dude it's like it <laughs> feels like a like almost like a regular box uh, it's like glossy though instead of like cardboard but but um yeah fedex fucked it up i don't know if you can see how damaged it is but it's pretty I was about to say it's, it's a little dented on it's pretty it's pretty mangled to say the least but inside this four mcnugget box are is a four set of stockings christmas uh -huh. stockings and if you didn't know mcdonald's has four shapes that their chicken mcnuggets are which is let me think the ball the bell the bone and the boot okay you might not notice it until i just said it but now every time you go to mcdonald's you'll notice that their chicken mcnuggets only have four shapes they're not like random they're like specifically designed like this. So yeah, dude, I got the fucking wow, the ball, you blow it up. the ball chicken nugget stocking. Let me see what this one is. I think this is the Bell chicken nugget stocking. Very nice. And then we have the what is this? No, maybe this is the Bell, and the previous yeah, that, one was that's the more bone. Bell like to me. Yeah, so this is the bone. And this is the bell in my in, in this hand right now. And then last but not least, the one that most people recognize. Oh yeah. The boot. The boot, the boot chicken nugget stocking. Then so nice. yeah, dude. I bought these. I don't think I'll ever actually use them. Um, but yeah, I, I think it's I think the little four-piece chicken nugget collectibles box is almost as worth as the uh, uh worth as much as the fucking stockings i'm pretty Just happy about with it. different sauces next christmas and we'll speaking of sauces i also bought the mcdonald's sauce puzzle <laughs> so my plan with this is essentially to build this puzzle and then frame it and that's about it you're just you're so good with these collectibles it's impressive it's a, it's a 13 by 19. I'm going to build it, probably get like a 14 by 20, frame it, and then hang it up somewhere in this room down here. But you yeah. might be able to open an art museum eventually. Yeah, I know. Did you see my gallery? I have I have cereal over here that I'm never going to touch. For some reason, I thought it was a good idea to buy seven boxes of cereal that will never be opened. What is it? Let me show you. I'll, I'll, I'll grab them in a second. But, uh, the Supreme Oreos, too, while you're at it. I have the Supreme Oreos. Those will also never be opened. <laughs> Funny thing, it must be like a FDA regulation because all of the Supreme food items I buy on the boxes say not made for human consumption. So, like, it, it must be some sort of, like, FDA thing that they don't want to go through. People eat the shit all the time. You know what I mean? So, it's, like, not like it's, not like yeah, it's probably going to be a problem. But like, um, so there's cancer and everything. Yeah, dude. Now that I notice it, I, I I don't know why. I just have a lot of like food item collectibles other than like just cereal. So like there's this artist that I really like. His name is Cause, K-A-W-S. And um, he did this collab with these like old school General Mills cereals. And there's four different cereals in this. There's Count Chocula. And like when you see like the X and like the puffy ears and like the uh, puffy skull head, like that's kind of like his like signature, if you will. That's like kind of like something that you could recognize him with. Um, they did a Frankenberry. Nice. They did a Frankenberry. They did two more. They have a Boo Berry. 
And these were like actual cereals too. And you could actually eat these. I bought these in, in a uh, giant Eagle. So it's not like, you know, I had to buy them online off of a drop. And then last but not least is the fruit brute. Oh, they're just that general was, meals. Yeah, they're just they're regular general meal cereal. Like you could eat these, no problem. But the GM you know, motors of cereals. The GM motors of cereals, but you know, idiots like me love to just collect them and not actually eat them. Furthermore, I have a cause Reese's puffs. You can see him jumping in the bowl of Reese's puffs. And the funny thing about this is I was shopping at Walmart for work one day and I'm walking down the aisle. I don't need cereal or anything in that aisle. I think I was just making my way somewhere else. And I noticed the X's on this box of cereal and I stop and I turn around and like, I pick up the box off the shelf and I'm like, Oh, this is, this is like, you know, not normal. I was like, I didn't even know this was happening. So of course I had to make sure I left with a box of, uh, Cause Reese's You're getting pops. your collectibles in Walmart. You can't beat that. Dude, you can get your collectibles at Walmart. You just gotta, you know, either know when they're when they're coming out or be lucky enough to uh buy them online. And then last but not least, they're just your your base. <laughs> supreme, supreme, baby. Yeah. Your, su- your supreme yeah, that's what I want. I want the Supreme. Anything Supreme, I want it. You could start a yeah. whole Supreme Museum. Uh not yet. I got a lot of ways to go, but um yeah dude supreme wheaties they came out with two different package colors um a camo purple and a camo yellow and i got one of each and um yeah yeah it's just your your classic wheaties i'm looking on it to see where uh where it might say not for human consumption but i'm not seeming to find it so maybe you could eat these or i should say it's allowed to eat these and these have fucking box tops too, so they're real. You can't throw a knuckleball. You have <laughs> you have absolutely no knuckleball game. Ever. They let me pitch once in Pony League, and it was a horrible decision. How'd it go? Six runs in the first inning. Six runs in the first S- inning. Six runs in the first inning. I was throwing I was throwing lollipops up there. They were just fucking cranking off me. You're impressive. Put me back at second base. When we won the game eight six. Not because you were at second base, but no. because somebody else came in to pitch. We had we had other killers on that team that could actually pitch. Same dude, I'm I'll be home the eighth. Well, no, it's like the ninth through the eleventh. St. Patrick's Day parade. It's a week early, right? Yeah. The parade is on the eleventh. Let's get this it. Year. It's a Saturday. Should we well go? I have a work event at the casino that you do? Yeah, it's going to be a good time for me because it means I'm going to spend a lot of time at the casino. But if you guys end up going downtown, just let me know because I'll already be there. Should I just come to your work event? Am I allowed? No, no, no. you're not invited. <laughs> I'll meet you. I'll meet you afterwards on the casino floor whenever me and my coworkers leave our event and I'll go gamble probably. That's what I mean. Can I just come over and? Oh, yeah, that you can. Yeah, once the event's over, I mean, you're more than welcome to come to the casino. I can't tell you you can't be there. It sucks they're doing it a week early. Why did, the parade should be a week, like the 18th. Dude, there's going to be so much going on that weekend that it's probably a smarter thing they did it a week early. Because they're going to do the cel- celebration twice, anyways. Yeah, I mean you're gonna you're you're gonna have people going out because of the parade, and then you're gonna have people going out because St. Patrick's Day is on a Friday and the immediate following weekend. So I mean, it is what it is. But also keep in mind that's the first week of march madness the round of 64 starts the thursday before st patrick's day it starts on the 16th oh that would be too much yeah so think you're right st patrick's day crowd plus with ncaa hoops crowd with a parade too much that would be hell way too much dude the traffic forget it i have some fond memories of the st patrick's day parade Oh, the same. We're not even the parade, parade, just the day. Just well, the day. Well, dude, I, I I remember being at the parade and remembering that I can't remember. You know what <laughs> I mean? And uh, come to find a couple uh, a couple of days later, some pictures of us surfaced, and uh, I did not look like I was in okay condition. We all had our years. You had me the next year, the year I couldn't even walk. I was like a grand. I was like the drunk guy in Grand Theft Auto that. Couldn't even get out of the door. And you you're like, motherfucker, we're going. I was like, all right. You're like, 
You were walking around like a GTA character after he sits in his apartment and just pounds the, <laughs> yeah. pounds the whiskey shots like six straight. We need but to that's do that okay. this year. That's okay. That was all. That was all part of the fun. I don't even know. I just, For, is the I South remember, side still uh, a move? Is it Mount Washington? What's the? I mean, other than the parade downtown, what's the move? You know, I feel I like nothing's know, really Probably, changed. I mean, the North Shore is just home base to me anymore. If yeah. I go out, if I go out in the city, it, it's the North Shore for me. I mean, you got everything you could need there. You're not straggling down the Mario South Side anymore. No, no. As much as I want to spin the shot wheel and land on something I don't want to drink, I'll have to. I'll have to pass on that. That was like I. I think I got out of there right at the perfect time. Yeah, and I mean, dude. Last year, I think it was. Yeah, last year when we went out for St. Patrick's Day. That was a lot of fun. You were still living down on the south side, so that made it a little a little bit easier in terms of being able to like go out and have a place to go back to if need yeah. be. And uh yeah, I just remember the one day, I think it was this that Saturday um that we celebrated, we went to Mario's maybe or maybe Carson Carson City Saloon. And I just remember being on the third floor rooftop bar that was tented in and we, we, we locked down a corner and we didn't leave for like seven hours. I would rot up there. I love that. It was a blast. That rooftop bar is a blast. I mean, you feel like you're in your own little world. Meanwhile, there's thousands of people on the two floors below you, but um, yeah, it was definitely worth it. The South side was just, that was, that was what was great about it. Like the Thursday nights, the Wednesday nights, the Tuesday nights, when you, you know, it's seven o'clock, you could walk five blocks down the road and have a burger and a few beers and sit on a rooftop and have a tremendous time. But then obviously on the weekend, anything past 1am, it's like, you better be protected or you better get the fuck (laughs) out of there. Uh, I, I, I think some of the best memories we had boozing it up were, immediately graduate or, or immediately following uh us graduating college and being in the in the south side those those were uh those were some fun memories i'm very fond of starting our night at fucking permanis at eight yes o'clock. the permanis happy it, hour was literally one permanis, of the best permanis happy hour is undefeated i mean it's half off everything in the whole building and they don't even charge you half the time either. I remember one time I ate, I drank, and was feeling pretty good by the time I left. Yeah, you left like paying like six dollars. Yeah. yeah, I remember that. I remember that. That was that was like part of your going away party, and I've never seen you more miserable in your life than <laughs> standing in the uh, frigid temperatures trying to get into uh, that McFadden's was at twelve thirty at night trying to trying to get into McFadden's. That week was cold. Do you remember it was like five out? Oh, it was terrible. It Manny's was terrible. happy hour, though, for uh, Pitt Homecoming. It was a madhouse. People really? obviously coming back for Homecoming. All, you know, packed, packed to the brim. Our friend's birthday was, I think, that same night or close mm-hmm. by. And we just took over. And, you know, everyone's singing and chanting at each other. Yeah, and it was like um, it was like a playoff, playoff baseball at the time. So you had, like, a bunch of, like, you know, because it's like a sports bar at the end of the day. You had a bunch of like baseball fans in there just getting rah rah, and we. I remember we were cheering with the one guy who was wearing a, I can't remember what team it was wearing yeah, a jersey yeah. of the one team the that Red was Sox on or something. Yeah, I it was a Red Sox. Yep. Yeah, yeah. We were getting rah rah with him. He was excited. That was yeah, like 18th Street downward. It's it's fine. I mean, you're gonna have some. Me and my parents went to lunch one day. It was like two o'clock in the afternoon, and literally an hour after they dropped me off, like we walked down the same street where like a family got attacked. Like wow. a family of four just got like attacked on a Sunday at 2 PM, you know? It, wow. It, I don't know. It could pop off at any time, but there's, there's riffraff and there's harm everywhere you go. I mean, exactly. you're not going to get away from it. Exactly. Dude. Speaking of pit though, we have, um, a couple jobs actually going on. Um, like, pretty much on pit campus not on their campus but like you know in oakland and you know i didn't go to school there so i don't know what the i don't know what oakland was like on a you know midweek when class is in session around 11 o'clock but i had to drive through there today 
And dude, it's a fucking madhouse. I, I need to go back and see what it looks like now because I've I've heard it's just changed. Yeah, I I, I obviously wouldn't know, but like, yeah, eleven o'clock driving through Oakland, like you're going ten miles an hour the whole time, and you're just scanning for pedestrians, waiting for people to just jump out in front of you. It was it was awful, honestly. Yeah, no, driving through there any weekday. I remember walking, like, I'd walk the class at 8 a.m. and like I'd see people walking around with masks. And I'd be like, what? Why the f- this is obviously 2018. I'm like, why are you wearing a mask? And then I'd be hacking from the buses, the, you know, the air pollution. It's rough down there. I'm like, I see why you're wearing the mask now. It's yeah. Little, yeah. It's I crazy get it. down here. No, I get it. And uh, I just never got that impression when I would like drive down there to visit you guys. Like, you know, even whenever, you guys went back after Christmas break and I still had a week off and I'd visit you on like a Tuesday night. Like I never got that impression that it was like, you know, crazy, but you know, yeah. I probably just never saw it in its busiest hours. The parking, the, no, the parking was the real kick in the ass because if you, I mean, you could pay the 20 a month for a street pass, but it, that 20 a month might as well be worth shit if you can't find a spot anywhere. Oh, I remember mm-hmm. I almost got my I almost got my fucking car stuck behind your house, behind your apartment. Yeah, then the alley. <laughs> that tiny ass alleyway covered in glass, fucking piss. Who and knows? Just, yeah, and who the fuck knows? And, and I'm trying to shit. Yeah. I'm trying to do nasty. a three-point turn to turn around, and I'm just inches away from just smacking something every every time. I move. It was it was a mess, but we got. Well, it we have we to talk out. about that's a great story. That was that was your twenty first birthday, right? No, it was um, it was soon after. It was soon. It was very soon after my twenty first because my twenty first, I was living in um, I was living in D.C. and um, and uh, yeah, that was like when we all came home. We had some sort of break. It might have been like the end of summer right before school started or something like that. I can't exactly remember, but no, it was, it was like, it it was a mess. That was a good, I remember looking out my window at 8 AM. And there's just like six people trying to to turn a car around. It was a Sebring. Yeah. In in an alley. (laughs) Yeah. A Sebring that wasn't even mine. It was my, it was my dad's. And I was like, Oh, if I fucking get one scratch on this car, I'm going to be dead. Yeah, he wouldn't have been happy. I, I, I remember working that year. I remember my my brother and I drove up there and uh, we're leaving and we had somewhere to be. And he says, we did way too many shots of fireball last night. And I literally got a bad feeling in my stomach, pulled it over in the Circle K parking lot, just opened the door and started throwing up. And that was the first time ever that I had thrown up because somebody said an alcohol. You were, you probably would have done it anyway. You were that close. No, dude, I felt perfectly fine. The whole, the whole panic situation, trying to get the car out from behind the building and, and everything leading up to that, that morning, I felt perfectly fine. And then as soon as he just uttered the words, I felt like I was going to throw up and I did It's like bloody Mary in the mirror three times. It's like bloody Mary. Yeah. <laughs> I miss those yeah. alley. We would bring the tractor over from the main. When I had the maintenance job, we'd bring the tractor over and just have it over there because we had a tractor. Fuck them, you know. We'd drive the tractor over. We'd uh, we just have a day. I miss those like those Saturdays in Oakland, sitting across from the fire department, just watching them fuck off while they watch us fuck oh, off. And then the every one... once in a while, a fucking truck would just just beeline yeah, out of there. What about that? The, dude, the fire trucks going off. off all hours of the night. Yeah, I, dude, it was nonstop. Meanwhile, I'm across the street with the PA system. $3 shots, $2 beers, $5 <laughs> mixed drinks. You were obnoxious with that thing. When you were fucked up and we'd get back to your apartment, that microphone was your best friend. I just remember you playing like Kanye beats, no lyrics, and just <laughs> spewing, spewing nonsense over top of them. Trying to speak motivationally, but I could only understand every three words. It was beautiful. Here's my version of stand-up. Because, stand, you know, I feel like I could do okay long-term. But I want to go on stage to an instrumental and just talk shit. And just talk shit. I feel like that's my brand. You know, I feel like I would Not be bad. pretty good at it. Like crowd work? 
not even, I mean, a little, I feel like, do you, let me ask you that about crowd work. Cause I've been thinking about that too. A lot of people hate crowd work cause it's so prevalent now and stand up, you know, everyone's doing crowd work. I'm not the biggest fan of it, but I'd also don't mind it. What, how do you I feel like crowd? crowd I like crowd work. And I think a lot of it is because I also really like roasts and they kind of feel the same except crowd works more on the spot and improv when a roast is obviously like written. Um, but you know, one of my favorite comedians is Andrew Schultz. And if you ever just go into, you know, his portfolio of work and you start looking at his crowd work, it's, it's just impressive. Just the ability to just come up with jokes on the spot. And I mean, obviously when you watch him do it, you know that not only is he funny and quick and witty, but like he has a base knowledge about him that he has developed over years that give him the opportunity to be able to make those quick and funny jokes, you know? Yeah. And, no, I, I and that's what I find is the well. most impressive. That's what I find is the most impressive part because like <clears throat> he makes jokes about, you know, you know, cultures and stuff like that. And like, I wouldn't be able to make that joke. Cause I don't know shit about that culture. You know what I mean? Yeah. And like, that's what I find to be like one of the most impressive parts. Comedians well are smart. I mean, dude, you got to do your homework at the end of the day. Yeah. Like I was you gotta do your homework. like Shane Gillis. I didn't, you know, he, he's, he has a history major, a bachelor's degree, but you know, that doesn't, that could mean that you really just faked your way through, but he has actually educated about history. And I, you know, I find that impressive. Yeah. And every time he's on JRE, I just love listening to him just spew stuff off about history. Like he just loves it. It's awesome. Yeah. Yeah. No comedians are smart. And I back to crowd work. I, I appreciate people that do it well. I feel like everyone yeah. try. I could never try it. I feel like I, unless it was, there was a good opportunity to try it. I wouldn't go out of my way to do crowd work. Sure. Sure. Personally, but like you mentioned, Andrew Schultz is really good at it. Uh, Maddie Smith. She's a comedian that I like, she was yeah. killed it. I saw her here in Tampa. She kills crowd work and that's her main gig though. It's crowd yeah. work. And that's actually big in New York city. Yeah, it is because New York city is kind of like, I don't, I don't want to say like raunchy, but they're, they're like, they're like more rough with their comedy. So like, you know, making fun of people, you know, is part of their comedy. And, and, you know, that's the type of audiences that they have. They realize it's a joke, you know, not to take everything to heart. And that's the whole, that's the whole point of comedy. If you listen to Garth and I, two fucking young idiots is that they're all jokes. You, all you jokes. can't go, you can't go into a, a comedy show and, and, you know, expect everything to just be, you know, PC because that's just not the way it goes. No, no, not and even. and and back to you know like comedians doing their homework. You know, I saw Andrew Schultz when he came to Pittsburgh. He came to the to the Rivers Casino, and he made a joke in there about McKee's rocks, and that's a very like around here. Yeah, it's a well known city, you know, or suburb of of the Pittsburgh area. But like for a guy from New York to name drop that in his set is impressive. You know, it means he or somebody on his team, you know, did their homework and like was able to relate with the crowd. And they were howling whenever he made that joke with McKee's rocks in it. It was it was awesome. And you you think probably, you know, 20 or 30 stops in different cities. I'm he sure every city is doing that. He has that joke written into his set. You know what I mean? Yeah. So every every stop of his tour, him or someone on his team or both have to look up the city they're going to and find that similar city that corresponds with the joke. And it's just it's just really cool whenever you can look at it deeper than that. D deeper than that. the face value, I should say. Sorry. No, no, I agree. Yeah, it's I mean, it, it could be plug and play, but it is, it's still just research and you know, every it's just never ending research and just a yeah. knowledge hunt. Yeah. And then, uh, you know, Bert was here. I didn't go, but I heard he was on stage for two hours. I know, you know, a lot of people aren't fond of him as a comedian, but if you're on stage for two hours and entertaining 20,000 people. Insane. The coolest thing about Bert is one, he doesn't wear a shirt when he does a stand up and that's just hilarious. And two, um, he's the only guy who can retell a joke or a story and it murder the room every time he yeah. tells the machine story at the end of his of his shows and 
People have heard it millions of times, millions of views on YouTube, and it'll kill every single time because it's just funny. Did you see they're making the movie based on it? I forget who the lead. The yeah. lead's um, he's the ah shit. What's his name? He's in a lot. He's in uh, American Vandal. Jimmy Tatro is the lead, and they're doing the remake okay. of the story, which is pretty. That'd cool. be that'd be cool. Yeah, I would definitely go see that. It's good shit. Yeah. Right All right, on. sir. Well, we're ending. We're ending our Zoom time here. Our cheap ass. Yeah, we're getting pretty back. close. We're, we're not ending close. that promo. That uh, that promo Zoom. Yeah, we got we got seven minutes. Um, any what music else? you listening to recently? Podcasts? No music. Any oh, any music? new music? Oh my god! I've been wanting to tell you this. I've been on. I'm doing this. Ex- guess an experiment i'll just i'll pick an artist for the day and i'll play as many albums as i can by them so last week i, I was like a little, i was on the you know i was on the hip-hop side last week i did future i did um i think i did migos you know i just did all the you know the good rappers and then today i did uh tom petty that was great yeah that was great because i'm sitting i'm you know i'm working from home three days a week the podcasts are great but Sometimes you got to switch it up and then I'll get, I'll get in a funk sometimes from like, it's just not doing anything for me anymore. You know, I like to switch it up every, every other week, you know, do a podcast week or a music week. Dude, let's, if you're going to listen to somebody's discography, listen to MF Doom, take a look at, take a look at him. MF Have you Doom, ever listened to him much? Down. No, I've never, I don't know. I, I know MF Doom. I don't know if I, I probably, if yeah, you take a song, I could probably, probably put it take 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 a look into his this discography it's it's pretty good i i enjoy him um what are you on? You're, thing, on you're on a big yeah, bar, was, you're a big barstool guy no i mean i like barstool's content and some of it i listen to bottom of the boys there i think will and and uh taylor are hilarious i watch the dozen on youtube but that's like almost the extent of it on barstool for me i listen to jre a lot really like them um, but I've been kind of like really into music recently, not necessarily really into music. I should say I'm really looking for new music recently. Um, one album I really want to share that I love from this year is from Lil Yachty, actually. Yeah, and you said that. Yeah, it's not a rap album. It's an alt album. And it's it's really good. I really like it. And, um, you know, I don't want to give too many spoilers away, but it's 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 something I'm really liking. Um Another another album is uh, "Love Sick" by Don Tolliver. I don't know how you feel about Don Tolliver. I'm a, I'm, I, I would say I'm a fan. Uh, He's a, right. a good, big fan of Don Tolliver. I like his sound. I like his sound. It's kind of like R and B kind of sound, and I, I don't know. It's it's a nice little change of pace. Yeah. And um, the 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 album I was listening to today was Logic. He came out with an album um, called College Park. And one thing I like about Logic a lot is like he has a lot of skits in his in his album and i just like you know i'm not comparing him to eminem but eminem had a lot of skits in his albums and i liked it and so you know i i think i think the skits kind of break it up it, it it'll bring some sort of like you know different like comedic relief depending on what it is and and you know it's pretty interesting i was about to go that eminem came on just lose it that song came on today go crazy but it's good like it's it's genius though in a way it's it's funny and it's good you know it's a good tune you know you little melody to listen to and sing listen call me crazy okay but on logic's most recent album college park he has a song that features seth mcfarlane and he is singing and i thought it was going to be a skit he is singing and i kid you not he kind of sounds like Frank Sinatra. Seth like McFarlane he, does. Seth McFarlane. Dude, he, he it, you could tell it's not Sinatra, but like to the untrained ear, you you might get fooled. You might get fooled and think it's it's Frank Sinatra. It's actually really cool. He can do all that. He can do the whole range. Dude, he Seth McFarlane is one of the, you know, best voice actors there is and uh and uh yeah, I guess he sings really well too. You, you, we almost lost him the 9 11. You know how fucked we would have been if we lost. Seth no, McFarlane. I didn't know that. Yeah, he was almost on one of the flights that hit the wow. World Trade Center. Yeah, we would have been totally what a different no family guy. What a world, what world would it have been without Family Guy? That's crazy to think of. We would have had another, another 
dirty cartoon of some kind of totally different universe the world is yeah crazy. but it would yeah it wouldn't have been it wouldn't have been peter griffin we're so blessed that peter griffin and quagmire and uh who's joe joe's the one in the wheelchair we're blessed for him we're blessed for joe Stewie. swanson blessed for meg mila kunis i mean pretty I legendary joe swanson are you are you team South Park or team Family Guy? I feel like you're team Family Guy if you had to choose. I'm a I'm a team Family Guy if I had to pick. I love you them both, but if I had to pick, I'm I'm a Family Guy for sure. South Park just takes some time to get in. Like people will watch South Park at the face value and be like, "What the fuck?" But people can Family Guy's just so quick hitting. It's easy to suck you in. It is. It is. South Park while they have their own storylines, like South Park also like is very pop culture-esque to the point where they make fun of a lot of relevant stuff or stuff that was relevant at the time of their releases. And that's where the real appreciation for South Park comes in, in my opinion. There's a lot of appreciation. Hopefully you keep, I need, they're still going. So I need to get back. I need to catch up the past. You ever seen, you ever seen where the two creators of South Park were like nominated for some award? I can't remember what award award it was, but basically like, they made a huge joke of it. Have you ever seen this? Yeah, I know what you're talking about. Yeah, they they dressed <laughs> up in dresses and fucking just dropped some LSD and they went yep. to this they went to this red carpet and they weren't going to mention anything about about the dresses. When anybody asked them about the dresses, they said their only response was going to be it's just such a magical and beautiful evening. Such a magical evening. And you could watch the clips back and it's it's fucking hysterical that they just trolled this entire academy. It's awesome. We love trolls. You love trolls. That's I love trolls. Not, that's why you're not playing fantasy baseball this year. Fuck. Ah, uh, what a shame. What a way to end the episode, though. I'm banned from fantasy baseball. Maybe next year. Yeah, maybe next year. Maybe. Next All right, year. buddy. We're running down the free Zoom. It's been a pleasure. I'll see you soon. Right. Talk to you later. I'll literally see you soon, and then we'll probably do this again soon. So that's absolutely, a, that's a double fucking win right there. Absolutely. Bring home all your equipment. All right, matey. Godspeed. And thank you, everybody, for listening to this edition of the Base Sad Report. More to come soon. Have a good week and happy March. <laughs>